anyways, let's crack on because we've got so much to so much to get um into today. Um, so let me do a quick recap of where we've been and where we are, and then we'll do some introductions of our wonderful guests. Um, so we've been talking about education and empowerment. We started with talked about how we think people trying to use the Bible, people try to use the Bible for something that it isn't used for, has caused a lot of confusion. For example, the Bible isn't trying to explain us how the universe was created. The Bible isn't trying to tell us the age of the universe. The Bible isn't a, like that's not the purpose of the book. So we start with the whole religion versus science, then we start tackling some of these kind of general questions that have fueled this myth of there being a religion versus science thing. That was just that. Um, if anyone has any thoughts, because I know, like, that Esther, Dami, you are, you hadn't been on those conversations. So if anything we say kind of sounds left to you, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're all in. Um, but we then talked about how humans were created in Genesis 1 to subdue the earth, which means explore, develop, use your ingenuity and creativity to overcome the chaos around us and create a better world. Like, I think we have an innate responsibility to pursue advancement and use the inbuilt things within us to make this world work. Um, So, yeah, I think every single human being has something to offer. Every single one of us. Now, some people willfully choose to remain ignorant or choose not to engage. And we talked about that and we talked about social media being a double-edged sword in that regard, where social media and the internet in general, where we have so much access to information now, which could kind of bring life to people. And it has actually changed a lot of people's lives. But at the same time, social media also kind of, there's a lot of fake news going on. We have the most access to, to information but there's also the most fake information out there now. We talked about our beloved WhatsApp aunties sending, <laughs> send, sending their messages, <laughs> sending their messages around. Um, but yeah, on the other hand, some people are not even given the opportunity to nurture their latent talent, e.g. in some of the developing countries where people don't even have access to basic education. Basic education in those parts of the world is literally like future life like that can empower a whole community um so we we had a really good conversation about that and we had a guest with us last week uh pamela biola amazing she runs a charity revive congo they're doing amazing things to educate young people both the uk and in congo um giving real giving really centered around education and building up leaders for the future yeah that was really really inspiring mm-hmm. um so now we are completely jumping the other to the other end so we've gone what basic education can do and now we're kind of going to cutting edge we're, we're looking at you know science and research and the future and technology you know we are in an unfortunate position to be in a developed country where we can actually take advantage of these things. So that's why we have two exceptional ladies with us <laughs> who are operating <laughs> on the forefront. 
of science research technology whatever you want to call it um and i think it's particularly worth celebrating the two of you you'll introduce yourselves in a second because you're not only women operating in these fields which i believe is historically kind of male dominated but you're also black women which Mm -hmm. i also think is a feat in this kind of undiverse world of us. We'll talk about that in a bit more detail down the line, but I have a lot of questions about that. But first I'd like you guys to introduce yourselves. Um, just give us a brief overview of, of who you are, what you do, and we'll get into it. Um, so as the has already said, I'm Dami. Um, I am finalizing my PhD in um, neuroscience, but specifically spinal cord injuries. I'm doing this at UCL. Um, it has been a joy. It has been um, what I'm supposed to have been doing, and I kind of wish that I um, knew earlier. Um, but I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it, and I plan on staying. I've got a position already with my lab. Um, Amazing. So yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much uh, me. Yo, yo, Demi, I've been Come suffering from through. this sciatica kind of thing for ages. Yeah, that's, that's not my fault. <laughs> I did something to my Shut it down quickly. Please, <laughs> I need... What right, okay. Dami is doing is far more. It's not no 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 it's not that at all. It's more like that's physio stuff. You know. ah, I'm just I'm just you might know he's, like he's just bare trying what to do with the, the nerve endings, you know, there might be like, you know, some science <laughs> behind how I can just how I can just do some jiggly Click or something. It. No, definitely and, not. Definitely okay, I wouldn't suggest no. any of that. Don't do okay, nothing like that. Cool. No. Alright. But thank you, Dami. <laughs> I, mean, we'll, 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 I really, I really want to like talk back. talk more about that down the line because mm. we're out here trying to in, 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 inspire people. So just your yeah. story, I think, is is a great one. So I just want to talk about that amazing, in a bit more detail. That's amazing, Esther, would you like to tell us wow. who you are? Um, yeah, hi, I'm Esther. Um, I'm a radiation safety physicist. Mm. Um, it's, <laughs> it's um a difficult job to explain because no one really knows that we exist, but we are there in your hospitals. <laughs> they're, the, they're the hidden heroes. And you matter. Yeah. Yes, you guys we matter. That, Thank you. Esther and I studied the same thing in university, so we I'm kind of like did a the same hero degree. too. Yeah, have you done anything with it? Is, no, no. I, 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 oh, I've done you, other Esther. things. Thank I've done you. other things. But what I'm saying is, I can't hear these guys <laughs> think I'm just some dumb guy, some dumb geezer coming here like spitting <laughs> no facts. Dwayne thinks that he's the one with facts and everything. Guys, I'm also a scientist. I'm also a scientist. Me and Esther on the cutting edge. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, I mean, like, no, yeah, we did do the same degree at the same uni, but just a few years apart. Yeah, and yeah, Esther's yeah, yeah. actually I, using oh, her degree. As no, 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 no. I blazed, I blazed the trail. <laughs> I walked so that Esther could run. You know, like I set up the foundation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I definitely think UCL did that to me. Yeah, the course was there yeah. before wow. you. And... <laughs> Esther, continue, please. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. What what else would you like to know? It's okay. Save it for later. We're, we're, I, okay. I want to know a lot. I want to know a lot. I want to know what the 
fields, the advancement since I left, since I, you know, left. I want to know what's the latest. So we'll talk about that. Wow. You know, we'll talk about that in a second. In a second. Oh, dear. I did, I did actually. I did a project. Oh, actually. So whatever. Um, but I feel let's ease ourselves in a, a bit more lightly. I did mm. want to talk about that point that I raised earlier on about the diversity in sciences. Yeah. Um, um, before before I, we go into just the general diversity of the sciences, how did your parents take it when you got into these fields as, I'm assuming, people of African descent? Oh, I we mean... We don't know anything about it. Yeah, I think I was quite lucky because my dad's really close friend is a medical physicist as well like he um works in radiotherapy physics and he's a consultant physicist so he earns a lot of money so my dad oh, knew wow. that <laughs> so my dad was like okay I, okay. I wish I wish my mum knew this same gentleman when I told her I wanted to study medical physics till today she still tells people I did engineering Wow. wow. But then also, my, my parents were quite worried about UCL because it says college in the name. And my mum was like, Are you sure it's a university? Because it says college. And I was like, it's Definitely, it's a uni. Yeah. And she was like, Why not go to Nottingham? That's a university. And I was like, um, no, I'm going to go to UCL. <laughs> she spoke to her colleague after and her colleague told her it was a good uni and then she supported me <laughs> but, but I think that point I think that point that Esther's just raised is a really good one because good that point, shows yeah. the importance of role models in this space that mm. that yeah. you can identify with that, mm. that look like you talk like you sound like you and it can inspire you because mm. that allowed her to have that i think we you know, we've been having lots of conversations about all of this stuff mm. and especially when we had the black lives matter conversation i think this was one of the things that came out we need more kind of role models in these spaces Dami, what's what, what was your story what was your thing like? so my my path was a, a a little bit different in terms of that well, obviously a PhD is not my first degree because you have to have a normal degree, but I did um, biomedical engineering at Manchester. Um, and just a little bit of my story, because it has to be told, which is, you know, you come from a background that we come from, there's about three or four roles that you're allowed to dream about, you know, which is uh, doctor, um, lawyer, uh, accountant and engineering. I don't know. There's no such thing as scientists in our backgrounds, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, <laughs> yeah. I did, I, and, and the crazy thing is, as much as my mum didn't know what a scientist was, I didn't know what a scientist was. You know, growing up, it was medicine, 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 medicine. And that's what I was following. And, you know, I'd applied to uni to do medicine and obviously I wasn't successful. But my idea was still, I'm going to go to uni, I'm going to graduate, and I'm going to do graduate medicine, you know? So it was just stuck in my mind. And um, I have a friend of mine who was like, okay, fine, that's what you want to do, but you've graduated now, and what are you doing in the meantime? And he connected me with um, a fellow, um, you know, minority. She's um, she's Nigerian as well. She was in the field. She was um, working at King's, and so I started working there for free. And I was like, oh okay this fits me this fits my like my my personality my traits you know to be a researcher you have to be super organized you have to be like anal and and, like these are all the things that I am like and um (laughs) I just (laughs) I started falling in love with it and um I was like oh this is what I want to do like I literally had to build up the courage to to just be like this medicine thing I I don't even know if that's what I really want to do or that's what I've Mm -hmm 
I feel like I've had to do you know and so I gave research a chance and I applied for um, the job at UCL and when I applied I did say to them I'm not trying to be here as an assistant I want to do my PhD you know and they said to me that's fine once we get the money like funding wise you can do your PhD and that's what happened um, and that's how I got into into where I am um, doing my PhD year. Great. Great. Amazing. Great. Um, I want to, uh, so how, how is it, how has it been for you guys? Uh, is it, is it something that's easy and accessible to people to join these say, fields that you're both in? I would say it's more accessible than you realize. Um, you don't know what you don't know. That's like, that's the first thing. If, if I had known, because I feel like this fits me much better than if I was a doctor, I, I feel like I'd probably be miserable. The hours, the, do you know what I mean? The the competitiveness, that that's just not me. Like, it's crazy because I spent my whole life, like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a doctor, but I have so many friends that are doctors and what they go through, what they Wait, talk just about. So don't, don't, don't bash them too hard because Rachel's a doctor, just, just saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was looking at Rachel's face like... <laughs> I definitely wasn't bashing but I feel like Rachel no, would probably no. agree in that in that it's not from what I've been told by my friends it's not what you thought it was going to be always um yeah. and it's a shit job man. It is, it's a rubbish it, job what are you doing Rachel? no I didn't say that I didn't say that um, <laughs> it's, um you know but it's in terms of like the competitiveness and stuff like that that's not me I'm not built like that like I would probably be mm. crying on the wards every day I'm not do you know what I mean so it's not for me yeah. um and what was for me was like you know it, it, I ended up there and I'm really grateful to God for it like when if I tell you the story of how I got into it it was God all over and like I really feel like I was saved from like this rabbit hole of medicine doctor medicine doctor medicine like do you know what I mean because I could have probably got there and then missed out on what I personally feel is like my destiny my you know what I'm supposed to be doing um but in terms of accessibility you just don't know what you don't know you know when they're teaching you science in school you know I don't know if you guys remember GCSEs A level I don't really feel like there was any emphasis on the role of a scientist you know, yeah. it was always kind of medicine, no, and no do, do you know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's yeah. what you just don't know. And yeah. if I had known, it would have piqued my interest. It would have been like, oh, what's yeah. that? What's this? You know, and it is accessible. And hopefully, people like myself and Esther, um, you know, and the people that we know in our little communities, let people understand and know that this is a role. This is something you can do with your life. Like this is actually a thing. Um, and I think we got a long way to go as well. But it is. It's not hard. Not anyone who's done science as a degree can become a scientist, basically. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I'd echo that. No, Colin, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you add my name to that list when you were saying, you know, people like it, like myself and Esther? I'm like, you know, I, I was there too. I was there too, but it's okay. <laughs> no, but you no. have to be a practicing why didn't scientist. You go down the road of being Good. a scientist because now you, you, like, you can do that. But that's not where you've chosen to go. So why? To, to, why? I'll, be, I'll be honest. Actually, my similar to money. to to. Oh no! Well, geez, man, I was looking for money. I mean, I was, but not not from that, not just from that, but similar to to Dami. Like, I think I think any any young youngster who is good at kind of biology, chemistry, 
like you automatically think medicine is the right answer um mm. so same for me same for even steph you know so that's what was uh, the, the original plan was but then you know the application process is a bit peak you know um i actually did get one but then i also had an opportunity to do to apply for you you have like a couple of backups and mm. one of them was medical physics i mean wasn't medical physics i thought medical physics because i just like biology i like physics so that's why i went into it not the kind of unfortunately i wasn't thinking purpose at that point in time i was just thinking what am i good at what do i like and i did that but to be honest with you it was it was a blessing but i think for me through my development i realized that i want to do something that is more kind of directly helping or no no actually that's wrong i shouldn't i shouldn't say that because i'm <laughs> falling into the same trap that people fall into not knowing that this cutting edge kind of stuff is the stuff of the future that is going to change the world mm. but what i wanted to do was more kind of social helping so that's kind of why i went into transport or i applied for nhs civil service you know i wanted to go into public sector so that's that's kind of where i am now but i i definitely think everything i learned was crucial in kind of how i think and how i approach things now so yeah um esther what about you um wait what what do you mean what about me how how (laughs) has your journey been um, oh you found it um I don't know I think in terms of accessibility I'm not gonna lie and say that my job is super accessible it's super accessible once you've like done all your training and stuff but the training itself is very hard and like very competitive to get in um but I still do think that science is for everyone and I still do think that if you want to do a science degree, you should do one. Um, for kind of like the reasons Tolly was saying in that, like, it changes your thought process. It changes like the way you think in, and it makes you like employable, basically, which is something that no one really told me at school. Like no one told me like, if you do a physics degree, investment banks will be lining up to hire you. <laughs> like no one tells you that sort of stuff um yeah i think it's really useful for like kids to know because you know they can change their lives and they don't have to do what their parents might push on them yeah Yeah. i I think that's a really good point because what what i'm realizing especially in 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 our society where things are just so advanced now and we're you know we're at the cutting edge pushing forward the boundary almost every kind of debate or conversation has like a thinker we always look to the thinkers now to give us the answers you know when covid was ravaging the world who did we turn to you know now it's all about the statistics and what the top doctors are saying or what the top you know physicians are saying like so i think a lot of the decisions about how we take our society and the decisions about what we actually do and how we live our lives are actually being made by people doing the kind of things you guys are doing in the sciences and stuff like that so we should really take this seriously because it's critical it's critical for mm-hmm. our future and we'll kind of go on to it a sec in a second but i think so i kind of wanted to understand if there is an element of of bias or is that is it as is it diverse in in those fields in both of your fields do you no 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 <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no one need, but that has to be with what we were talking about um esther mentioned something and you mentioned something and you know um that i wanted to touch on quickly about you know we our parents did better than their parents and we'll do better than our parents you know but i don't know i can't speak for everyone here but most people i know you know didn't really have um parents that could sit down and say you know esther you sound different because you know your dad knew someone that was doing this or whatnot but most of us kind of had to come up with what we thought we wanted to be um and most of the time it was informed by like again the four um things that i said you can be when you're when you come from a west african background and then even when you do you um there's limited resources to help you in that you know most of our parents are first generations they got to this country and they were figuring it out we don't have the luxuries of our um let's say white counterparts who whose parents do know a million and thousand people in different positions and growing up you get to see all those things and ex- and you're exposed to those things so you're like you know i can do this i can do that so the reason why i'm sure all of us sitting here in whatever job roles that we have can say that there probably is a lack of diversity is because you know we are probably the first generation that is you know after our parents have passed on the baton of listen we've got you here you know you figure it out we're probably the first generation that is kind of starting to infiltrate all these you know different places like Tolu you're definitely the first person that I know that works you know in TFL in that social kind of um, aspect but without no disrespect but not driving the bus do you Mm. you understand what I'm saying because we all know uncles who drive the bus but I didn't know growing up that behind driving the bus there was an organization Mm. and that you know you could be the ceo or this or that this is what i'm trying to say in terms of you know it's it's up to us to to um change that you know the 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 lack of diversity i don't see it as an issue as of right now but i believe that you know we should be definitely doing much better than our parents and our kids and or even the you know the guys you know five years younger than us they should be better exposed and they should yeah. know that you know there are there are all these things that are out there um but that's what yeah that's what i wanted to mention about diversity it's not something we should even be personally down about but know that it's our mission and you know our turn to take up what our parents did and you know keep it keep it pushing i think like um i guess my parents were very intentional um but then also like my parents came to the uk like my dad lived in the netherlands before and then came to the uk to do his phd um and then like went to like a university town reading and so all the africans that he knew were um phd students and so like i feel like my upbringing was like a bit different um because all of my all like my aunties and uncles were like had like chemistry PhDs or like Bruh, I don't know something PhDs like excellence. And so like elite, as I was elite, growing up, I really family, thought yo. I can do <laughs> I can do anything because I, I didn't mm. I didn't really know any like no, all the black like, people I knew were yeah. doing like a lot. Mm. Um, I knew a lot of well, I knew a lot of engineers and doctors and and lawyers, but then yeah, I knew a lot of scientists as well. Mm. Um, and so I feel as though that 
did help me in a way that I didn't realize like I didn't I didn't notice it at the time that my parents were intentionally doing this but well, now I'm like way, wow I need to do this be. for my kids that's the way, like <laughs> every every individual should just have that where it's not like you don't have to be forced to, it's just part of your nature to feel like yeah. I could do anything. I have access yeah. to everything. I think, like, we take that's such a powerful thing. Like, yeah. I think um, that is I don't what wanna... representation is. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I, I don't want to jump gonna, the gun. I'm just going to say, but I think that's. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you know, carry on. Carry on. Uh, we, we're not, it's, <laughs> not the Bla- it's not the Black Lives Matter conversation. I'm just going to say. You know, this that guy thing always you wants just, to bash him, That bro. thing you've just <laughs> described is what kind of our white counterparts don't understand is missing from some people they can't understand it because they've been mm. surrounded by it exactly you know yeah. like exactly it's no it's the normal to them it's it's, it's hard to comprehend what yeah it's hard to understand yeah sorry mm. rachel um no i was just gonna i don't want to jump the gun because i think i wanted to like just come back to um sort of the work that esther's doing um because it seems like actually growing up for you this was it was normal for you to see black people in all of these different areas, but then transition to sort of now, obviously the work that you're doing, and then you're now involved with uh, STEM and getting more people into um, the sciences. So yeah. at some point in your mind, you must, you must have realized that actually this isn't my norm. My upbringing wasn't actually, it isn't the norm for a lot of people. Um, so at what point did you realize that and then what then led you to um, all the outreach stuff that you're doing now? I think I realized that at uni because, mm-hmm. you know, actually, well, maybe secondary school because I went to a secondary school where there were two black people in my year. Um, there was one black person in the year above me, Ola, if you know Ola. <laughs> like, oh, Ola, really? Yeah. She was the only wait, black person in her wait, year. Ola, Ola, Ola. From, Ola from UCL. Ola, Ola. from UCL? Yeah. Oh, to the same school. You guys went to school together. Yeah, she, well, she was in the year above me, so I didn't like know her like that until I went to UCL. Guys, the world is so small. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, right? Um, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that there's so many UCL people in this three call. Black people in yeah, there's school actually there. so many of us. I mean... <laughs> So, like, the school I went to was, like, when I was there, it was the sixth best school in the country. The best, like, wow. sixth best state school. Um, Wait, what school it was, was it that? Because very... my school was the sixth best. Tolu, you weren't in the, the same sixth best state school? Are you sure? I'm just saying. I highly doubt your school was the sixth. No, it was. Hey, for College was sixth best eh? when I was there. You didn't there. go to college. You didn't go to school like. Havering sixth form college. She said secondary school. Like the, the whole school. school. Sorry, you didn't I, go to secondary school here, or did I, you? I, I, Esther, I, ignore Tony's I, I, Bible. He's really triggered by the fact that he hasn't lived out his potential. I think this was like wherever secondary school, not just like A levels. I'm not sure about A levels. Sorry, Tolly. Why is Tadio trying to send for man though? Like, why is Tadio trying to send for man like this? She did arrive at you. Thirteen. What's going on? Like, like you know, oh, what's oh, happening? What, what is happening? happening? What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Sorry, Esther, Jerry. Better person, carry on. Sorry, Esther. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it just meant that you know you had to take like a quite a competitive test to get in, 
And then just even like taking the test, a lot of the kids who end up at that school went to private primary school. And so the primary school will will have given them all the practice exams and tutored Mm. them. Whereas like only one person from my school ended up there, me, because like, because my mum went to the library and and got all these books with practice tests so I could do them at home. Um, Mm. But yeah, so at school, I realised that, you know, the world that I have, like, had at home is not the same as the world in my school because everyone there was very posh. Everyone there was very rich. Everyone there had a lot of access to things that I didn't have access to. Like, I remember... I remember one kid in year seven, um, we had to like draw a plan of our house in German and like label all of the rooms in German. So like Badezimmer, Kuche, and literally we draw our gardens, yeah? And the girl next to me was like, how many acres is your garden, Esther? (laughs) And I said, I don't know. I just got a garden like two years before. I was was happy to have one. (laughs) I didn't know how big an acre was. I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Guys, and your school was in was in this country. Yeah, it was in Reading. And Redding. you guys were drawing and having to label in German. Hey, wow. Just oh, yeah, that. in my German class. <laughs> oh, in your German class. I mean, yeah. 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 I did German and French. German. <laughs> <laughs> German was an option at my school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> I was like, where's she going with me? My school was very different. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well let's 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 move the conversation on. I wanted to kind of go into like a linked linked discussion around kind of like the general inter integrity of the sciences and research um because until i started listening to some podcasts how stuff works do you guys know those guys They're yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 brilliant had a chance to listen to them just i love what they do it's brilliant and like they were just because they, they're they're researchers so they did a couple of episodes on like research and different linked episodes and it just made me realize that wow scientists researchers are human beings as well like we like to think that they're like perfectly objective and they don't have any perverse motivations and stuff like that but (laughs) there is quite a lot of like personal bias and all of that stuff in terms of even what gets researched in the first place mm-hmm. and yeah. how things get published and those kind of things so oh, i don't know yeah. dami this is probably more suited to, to your field but i wanted to just talk about that because i think it's important to talk about this particularly from the perspective that we're talking about because we're representing the eden ideal i think you, you definitely need people with transformed hearts in these spaces because exactly integrity is so critical in these areas and people are human beings you know i mean so yeah, what's your experience I mean, of that demi or what do you know on. i know i know it all no i'm kidding um <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're 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 so spot on on that it's crazy because um me and my colleague who is also um, a minority um 
we speak about the integrity of research and we speak about how it's very sad because when you look back on the you know the beginning uh, let's say um not biblically the beginning of what felt like um the renaissance the you know revelation so you know your newtons your galileos your stuff like that you know enlightenment um, where the enlightenment there we go that's a good word where it was pure where it was just mankind's um quest to find answers right if you think about if you actually there's there's a book um by ernest gumbridge the history of the world right and when you read the book right it was almost like there was a maybe i don't know 200 year span where they were just finding everything boom 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 because it was it was untainted and like not corrupted you know and then you get to a place where you're like if you think about how we've been to space all the things that we found out and how things have kind of slowed down bar technology in my opinion and i i honestly think that's because way before i even got into science and maybe even hundreds of years before that it started becoming competitive and it started becoming um you know people started having personal agendas yeah because you because yeah. when you bring things in like Nobel peace prizes and you get you start rewarding people for improving improving man, mankind then you do get people who go into these things for the wrong like motivation you know when you had your you know even the likes of albert einstein and stuff you know we often refer him to refer to him as the madman and stuff that was a pure scientist a pure genius who wasn't doing it for you know to be noticed Accolades. or to be to go down in whatever um and maybe even that might not be even correct let's even go further back to you know um you know i don't know his name sorry but he was an ethnic minority who you know created traffic lights stuff like that you know people who were actually trying to do things to better um how we lived as as you know human beings and just stuff like that and i know for a fact in my in my field um you have to publish to stay alive mm. and when you're when you're working that way you're working backwards because if you have to publish to stay alive then you have to do the work to stay alive but it's actually not possible because we're human beings do you know what i mean we're not machines and if i think if i plan an experiment and the experiment doesn't go that way but i have a deadline of in a year i have to publish free free papers right mm. and i'm working the best that i can and I do an experiment. Let's say an experiment. Usually my experiments can be three month spans. Like, so, you know, that's already a quarter of the year gone. Right. And I've got three papers to publish and that experiment flops. If I do that experiment again, I'm on the sixth month of the year and I haven't published a paper. And I've got three papers. And this is how most labs run in the in this country, in the world. And everybody is competing, not only competing with um, I'm a UCL. I'm not only competing with the labs at, at Queen Mary's or Imperial or Cambridge. I'm competing with the labs in China, in America. Mm -hmm. in, and that's the sad thing, because what that does is it starts causing people to be false. Yeah, that, that's the mm. truth of the matter. People yeah. start publishing stuff. When I first started, you know, like my research and I started having ownership of my work, and like my boss would let me, you know, read papers and do what I want, like research wise. I quickly found out that people just publish whatever. Because when you follow what they've told you to do, you don't get it. Yeah. When they say A, then they say one plus one equals two. You don't get that one plus one equals two. Because when you do exactly what they've said, you're not getting it. You're not getting the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's because 
people are under pressure to publish because if you don't publish you don't get money you don't get the the grant buddies to give you money to carry on producing false stuff exactly and so we're in this <laughs> exactly. yeah do you know what i mean like so we're in this perpetual circle of nothing mm-hmm. and that's why i find that research hasn't as a whole if you look at the last hundred years hasn't moved and it doesn't benefit you know the big pharmaceutical companies it doesn't it doesn't benefit yeah. them to find a cure for for cancer or hiv or it doesn't it, it makes absolutely yeah. no sense there's there's billionaires off of you know the hiv drug so if you found a cure how's that gonna work mm, and that's, that's so when i believe when it it's comes so to science sad. sadly there's i would say there's probably 0.5 percent of us in there that has integrity and when i say us i'm hanging there i'm hanging in as a, in a, as a you know um by a thread because i'm still a phd student but once i you know i'm a postgraduate i have a year or two before i need to start applying for grants and to do that i need to publish papers mm. and to publish paper i need results yeah but science doesn't yeah. work that way like it apparently doesn't. people people like if you get negative results or the results that are newsworthy you actually throw that away so that it skews ultimately when people are then reading oh yeah. exactly this thing does this thing they don't see that there's been five papers that have shown mm. that it doesn't do that thing because mm. the, the people didn't publish those papers because they wouldn't have got the grants and stuff whereas tolu that is so sad whereas in the past that used to be the case in the past people used to publish everything so that you would know what not to try exactly a false answer is as valuable as a positive answer but 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 publishing what not to try is not gonna get grant buddies to give you money you too if you think about as a business person are you gonna give money to the people who are telling you what not to try (laughs) or are you gonna give money to the people who are telling you what to try yeah. It's sadly turned it's into a business and, and I don't know, you know, how to get away from that. And I personally feel like that's why there's just no results and because ultimately there's it doesn't benefit to have results. Mm. It's it's it's, it's really it's really intre- I like I I I'd never thought of it. Like I don't think the normal person would think that all of this is happening in the background. We just see statistics and stuff, and we assume that Politics. oh, that that must be credible. Oh, that that yes, that's the right answer. <laughs> like the amount of times mm. I've said, yeah, no, but science says this, or no, I, I, I read a paper <laughs> that says this, but there's a whole kind of thing behind that. Mm. Like it was, mm. it was crazy. And I think you brought up a really good point when you brought up the pharmaceutical industry because on one end, like my wife's a pharmacist, like what they do is literally life giving. You know, like. They're creating mm. drugs that like have ex- managed to extend life and stuff like that. They seem yep. like angels, but on the other end, they can sound like some of the most greedy devils in this world. Like on one end, it sounds like the most messed up industry I've ever heard about. Like when yeah. there's life giving drugs that can be created for like 10 P and you're one withholding it or yeah. selling it at extortionate prices. Like apparently yeah. the cost of yeah. HIV drugs has pl- plummeted because it's it's been so long now. Like there's enough to go around, but... But you have to wait until the patent runs out, don't you? Like, yes, yeah, just a lot of... Yeah. But, but then that's it's a good really point sad. as well. The idea mm. that you you create, like it's so crazy, but you have to do these things, Rachel. Mm. Like I'm watching my bosses, you know, like we were, we tried to um, apply for a patent on something that 
um, that actually I helped um, design and whatnot. And I had no say in it, even though, like, I don't want to, like, take the, 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 what's it, the credit, but I didn't help design it. I designed it. But the truth of the matter is the truth of the matter is when you're a minion in the lab, everything you create, design, come up with doesn't belong to it, you. Because it belongs do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, belongs it belongs to the lab and it belongs to the do you know what I mean? So whether I have a say in it or I don't have a say the whatever, it doesn't concern them. They were trying to get a pattern on something that you know that I made. Nobody asked me, nobody whatever. It was just send us the method. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. but that in itself is like it's so dirty. It's so Ooh. like, what are we doing? What is science? What is research? Ooh. You know, like mm. it's become like. But the thing science about it is, is money, they were it. they were they were pushed to do that. You have to do these things. You have to because why would why they were why were they pushed? The grant the funding buddy. They're like, we need our money back. Yeah. The funding buddy is like, we need to recoup what we've been pouring into you because, again. All these charities, all these funding buddies, it's a business. It's a business. They're not they're not mm. just giving you money from the good of their heart. It's a business. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's not. crazy. I thought it was from the goodness of their heart. Yeah. <laughs> when you see these like these drug reps come into the hospital, you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's like yeah. Like apparently, like even like I'm not I'm not trying to like dentists are amazing people, but uh, apparently, Bruh, we're really bashing yeah, everyone no, no, today, no, no, aren't no, we? No, no. <laughs> like, the dental industry has had a history of just like releasing a lot of products and just everyone just deciding to jump on that bandwagon, including the dentists themselves. Like like apparently flossing is an example i'm not a scientist i'm not a dentist i'm not anyone anyone listening to this don't take my word for it although there's been articles <laughs> and stuff about it but like apparently flossing was Wait, just please do your something research, that was i'm, I'm listening to like, it, it i'm gonna that <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean there's there's like you know, i mean there's some articles that were kind of really speculating that it's much seedy but i saw a bbc article that i thought could let me trust but like apparently it just comes from like just one guy who had links with a company and thought Mm. flossing is a good thing so they wrote papers that said flossing is a good thing and then it was just adopted by like the government um Mm -hmm. dentist board so all dentists were now recommending to people floss floss Mm -hmm. floss and it's like Mm -hmm. it's the science actually doesn't support it like when they've re- they could not reproduce any of those um studies mm. that that were done but it was oh dear. kind of it's it's linked to actually very directly buying products Money. people yes. wanted yeah. people like to that. buy those that's products that's the case with a lot of things yeah so, look at the tobacco industry there was a point where they told you that <laughs> smoking was good for you like <laughs> it was a thing there were there were adverts that they created in order to just make you and then like it was literally all of that so and then obviously somebody did some research and then they said it's not good for you like so sometimes it's it's even almost hard to even know it's like vaping isn't it it's like they're like oh yeah do you know what vaping vaping is better than smoking but yo you're putting it out there and now you're telling everybody yeah, the vaping you know, what you should have because so many people <laughs> died like were dying yeah, so yeah. it's literally you just have to I, I guess and I don't even know how we can be careful sometimes because yeah 
some things are literally just so that money can be made. Yeah. A lot of things mm. are. And I know um, mm. one of the things Diets that you and stuff. About, the medicine stuff, um, diabetes medicine, um, insulin and stuff. I know that uh, in the States in America, at the moment, yeah. it kind yeah. of, the, the, the way that the amount, the price jumped literally just so that money could be made. And so people, you have people rationing their insulin medicine because they can't afford to pay 200 people died however much it is people have died from something from diabetes like which is something something they make so cheap as well yeah it's so and diabetes is actually like a disease we understand quite well exactly 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 Exactly. it's really sad that 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 somebody can can die from that and have to be rationing their medicine mm-hmm. when the medicine is there and is available. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really sad. And they won't, it's not like they will give it to you. Mm. <laughs> if you don't, yeah. if you can't afford it, you just don't get it. And that's just... They'll the story they give it's it to not you, for, like you for nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then go bad on the shelf. Yeah. 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 It's mm. really sad. It's really sad. I don't want to... Oh, go on. Just, I was going to ask. So we've kind of like spoken a bit about, I guess publication bias um yeah but i just wanted to ask about like bias in terms of like what actually gets researched in the first place because i think covid has quite obviously highlighted a few issues in terms of the diversity within the scientific field and also Mm -hmm. um what actually gets researched in the first place um and also being there's quite a few women on this call a lot of like women health issues as well things like that are not necessarily taken as seriously so is that something i know dami your field is quite specific um but is that something that you guys have sort of experienced Oh yeah, definitely. I've definitely um, heard that that's the case. You just mentioned something quickly about it. Like, it's the thing is, it, it has to be linked to kind of what Damien was already talking about, right? Because if it's linked to the money and the people with the power and the control, it's going to be what the people with the money and power and control want exactly answers yeah. for. That no, that's but what's but in be. terms of what is research, <laughs> everything's researched. Do you know what I mean? It's more about what money's thrown to it because. When I say everything's researched, you have to remember that there are um, zoologists, um, ecologists, you know, there's like everything is researched down to finding all the types of leaves that we have um, in this world. But no, that's that that's important because actually that's where medicine comes from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how we find out about these different, you know, chemicals and compounds. So everything is researched. But, you know, sometimes I go to conferences and I'm seeing people uh, present something that honestly has nothing to do with anything. They're just playing with with bugs. You know, I, I honestly obviously try to step back and be like, how and where can this ap- be applied to in life? Mm. And the truth of the matter is there is that bias. There is, you know, um, I guess you said something very quickly about, you know, women. And the truth of the matter is what men think is important and needs to be researched is different to what women think is important <laughs> need to be researched yeah, and also so how we use our brains and you know like i bought heads a lot at work and who do i bought heads a lot at work with men mm. because of you know how us women think versus how men thinks 
And I just wanted to quickly, because I, I, I want Esther to say something. I just wanted to quickly <laughs> say what you said about, you know, the men and women thing is, you know, a fun fact. The first type of contraception that they actually researched were for men. Um, but when they did the trials, um, the side effects were apparently too much um, for the men. And you can guess who made the decision to scrap that whole project and instead focus on the contraception for the women, because apparently mm. women's side effects don't matter. That's a fun fact for everyone. I mean, that makes complete sense. I, I, yeah. that, I'm not even surprised in the least that that is the case. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, I'm not surprised at all. It's just so upsetting. But then I feel like in, I guess, my field, physics, there are there are no women there. So anything that gets researched, like, I don't know, it might not be what a woman what a woman might think is important. It might not be something that a woman would deem useful. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone there is a is a white middle class man. Like yeah. <laughs> if I even think about my like my cohort at uni there were, I think, about 30 women and 200 men. Wow. But that 30 is including... So there's physics, there's also medical physics, theoretical physics, um, like astrophysics. And most of the women do the other types of physics. Yeah. Most of the women don't do straight physics. So then, mm. you know, the, the things that get researched are things that, you know, middle-aged, white and middle-class men find interesting yeah. so do you know what i just did that math and i was like rah what's that 85 percent men mm. and ucl is a very good uni for yeah. um, gender diversity in physics like that is really good i think yeah, I, good I, feel like I think that's an improvement from when i was doing physics there it was it was pretty mm. bad it was pretty yeah. bad but like what? i went to a woman in physics like um, conference thing when I was in my final year and everyone was like wow you have 20 girls in your year I was like yeah because like that, at that point I was in fourth year so like 10 girls had dropped out and I was like yeah there's 20 of us they were like whoa <laughs> like some of the girls there there were three in the entire year but yeah um, we've we've kind of talked about like science and and medicine quite a lot but like i think this is in all forms of research the how stuff works guys they had an episode on lobbying um i don't know if you guys know what lobbying is but yeah. apparently lobbyists are the ones that literally write laws for us sometimes you know and people lobby on the left and the right so you you lobby for change that you want and you go to the politicians mm. and then you literally say oh we've done this research for you and it says xyz so you should pass a bill that says this unfortunately like dami yeah. was saying what what's now happened is all of the big companies in the world have kind of like brought up the lobbyists and the people and they get them to do all the research for them and then they then pay and then they get them to go and speak to the politicians and get the politicians to go and then make all those decisions. That's how, like, in America, you, you have, like, P 
people still think guns are a good thing somehow like people still think all of these <laughs> things that are damaging the world are a good thing it's because of these industries but lobbying can also be a great thing so activists and mm. environmental people they're also lobbying in the same way it's just that mm. they don't have as much power and power and yeah. money behind them so i think there are real tangible like the upshot of all of this conversation is like we need to become people need with integrity people with hearts transformed by jesus i would say because of the context of this conversation but we need to be involved in some of these conversations and we need to recognize that these are the things that are actually shaping not just cutting edge science but society like it's shaping how we all live our lives is shaping the how we eat food the diets we go on the way we the contraceptions the contraceptives that we use like so i i think the more people you know that 0.5 percent that dami is occupying <laughs> the more people that we can <laughs> exactly. go in that have hearts that are transferred that aren't trying to do this for the money aren't trying to do this i mean i know it's a system so individuals you know might feel like they have limited but even the billionaires that are investing you can know jesus too like and get into this and and and, and do the right thing you know like i think that's the upshot of all of this i think it's so critical that we have good people doing this critical work for us because our whole lives yeah. are being shaped by this stuff yeah. um the last part i wanted to just go on before we 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 go into the next segment was kind of i know we've been talking about science and cutting edge stuff but do you guys think that there are limits in terms of what we can do with what we should do with science like there's the thought that sometimes you know science plays god sometimes do you i just i, just, I know I'm at, bad huh cloning i don't i don't think we should clone Okay, I, I mean, let's, let's talk about that. Why? Let's let's, let's understand. <laughs> so, are there limits for like because that's humans, playing God, right? Isn't it? humans go and do like what does it even mean to play God? I feel like you can't pick and choose, right? So here's my thing about science and the results that we get from it. I think um, everything good is is of God, um, but we also have free will, right? And not just in science, there are things that we human beings take too far in everything. You know, like, let's talk about sexual perversion. Do you know what I mean? Like, God talks about all the good things and whatever within a marriage, let's say. Let, not let's say. That's what it says. Um, but, you know, even in that context and stuff, you can take it too far. You can do whatever, whatever. But I feel like when it comes to science, right, um, we can't pick and choose what we think is of God or it's too far or whatever. If we think that science is for uh, our advancement and all that stuff, then it's good and it's from God. But there will always be people because of free will who will take things too far and, and you know, isn't for the betterment of, of the human race. Many people will argue that cloning is for the betterment. You know, for, for kids with leukaemia, if you could clone a sibling, that would cure them. You know, there's always a, a flip side. I mean, like, people clone... How would that... Wait, people, wait, how would that people cloning would that... organs, for an instance. Cloning of organs... No, 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 okay, okay. Cloning as in creating a whole new life of mm. someone, I don't think is is correct. Because what, what 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 do you think about cloning clone. anim- animals? No, but uh, like you could you could born as many animals as you want, though, isn't it? 
But they're yeah. living too. Sheep and stuff. They, they, <laughs> yeah, don't like, they're continuously, they're continuously born, isn't it? Like, we, I mean, humans are continuously like, born. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, to clone a human... <laughs> He's saying that, like... Yeah, don't clone a human. More. Do you He's know what I mean? <laughs> you you clo- um, like Animals are like, well... I, but um, God created I, I animals eat. as well. Yeah, but I eat animals, though, innit? So, <laughs> yeah, but God so, created. So you're because you said, more... <laughs> you said cloning is is playing God, but if if God created the animals, cloning animals is should be wrong as well. Then, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to eat a cloned <laughs> animal. Silence. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to eat uh, an animal. I, a cloned sheep. Do you know what but, I mean? But 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 why? But why? 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 I don't know. I don't what know. Cloning sheep like... just sounds a bit weird. <laughs> but at weird, the end of the day, what if like cloning animals could be the thing that solves world hunger? You know, we don't have the land and all of this stuff to to. How about how about we don't? No, but the thing is, would you not excess? need them to eat the grass how about anyway? We don't eat. How about we don't eat things in excess? With there's already an issue with excess in the world, so. You probably don't need to clone an animal in order to end world hunger. Other people just need to be ready to help other people out. Okay, I, I get that. I get that. But like, why is it wrong? Why is it like? I'm not saying I, oh, I don't follow. I, I, I don't follow on. Yeah. I, I think Dwayne is probably talking about cloning from the. You know, like how it is in the movies where you clone somebody and the well, that's currently not real. So you're exactly. You're... <laughs> that currently, that that's currently. Not, can't I just want you guys to stop. Just stop trying to do it. Memories <laughs> and then they no. take over. So then, how do you guys feel about like? I don't know if this is like a real like to freeze somebody. You know that this is something that you always see. Oh, like cryogenics. Yeah, yeah. So you freeze someone and then you know maybe wake them up in many years. Some time. years later, yeah. Well, I guess I mean, what's I, I like K dramas about it, but I don't know anything about it scientifically. <laughs> scientifically, I don't know too much, but I do know that there there are like, you know, wealthy people, scientists and stuff that actually currently are frozen in the hopes that um in the hopes that in the future uh we would figure work. something out. But the point of the matter is nothing mm. has been figured out. So you're, you're just sitting in a freezer instead of six foot under. Like, do you know what I mean? So no, like because you're dead. That's, like, yeah. I, I do you know yeah, I think yeah. I think all of these conversations is usually linked to the com- question of life and i think yeah. when people start to get kind of iffy is are you trying to prolong life in a weird way are you trying to mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. trying to uh, create then, new that's life that's the case with you- everything then then we should just let people die tolu because that, the point i'm trying to make is we can't pick and choose mm-hmm. because if we're talking about prolonging life or doing this to life we that. don't need doctors then in fact we don't need scientists everybody should just die when it's time to die then we should just let people die from mm. diabetes we should just let people die from uh sickle cell all these things that you know that we can live with you know even hiv mm. we should have never found a cure or not a cure sorry um a way of managing drugs that can, you know that's that a whole different yeah. story though isn't it I mean, yeah, let's not go into that. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? So the, my thing about science is we can't pick and choose. Just like everything on this earth, you know, we have to, sadly, as Christians, you know, take the good with the bad because we know that God gives everyone free will. We can't choose the good of science and say, oh, no, all those other scientists over there who don't believe in God like us, don't clone, don't do this, don't do no, that. But like, you know? I, the thing is, I don't even know. I don't, I'm, I'm, this is genuine question. Why are those guys even seen as doing something bad? Like, 
Exactly. I, like, maybe from their kind of research, something amazing is going to come out that could fix exactly. something else. Like, I, I, it's mm. more of a question. Like, innate to me, I won't. I'll be honest. Like, when I hear some of these things, my instinct is kind of like, "Ooh, are we taking it too far?" But when I'm like, what thing? Huh? Like, gene, how, is too, gene, how far is gene, too far, though? Give us gene, an example. Gene editing, you know, like, they're, they're able to yeah, now, like, right. really, like, change change what a person looks like or is like from from their DNA before they're even born, you know, like... Can I, can but I give all, you a flip side, then? To... No, go on, Rachel. No, 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 go on. Because you just made a point about gene editing, right? How is that different to when you're pregnant... And you go in for, I think it's your 12-week check or your 15-week check, mm. and they do something where they're checking for abnormalities. Mm-hmm. And usually yeah. when they find some, they tell you. And then you have a decision to make as parents whether you want to keep that child or not. How is that different? But I think that's exactly it. That's that's mm. one of the problems mm. because that a lot of people have big debates on that one because, like... That wow. that introduces a, a new question. Do you then end that life or do you carry on that life so i think it's still resolved I mean, it around always life. comes down to the ethics yeah i think Everyone's that's what it is, is i think is different yeah yeah so i mean which what do you think having, is the because uh, which is the point i'm making about picking and choosing so mm. so like but, but what i want to because our, our, our whole podcast is the eden ideal right we're trying to understand mm. what is god's eden ideal what's his ideal what is god's right. ethic on this do you think that god wants us to just keep advancing figure it out i created this whole world i created everything in it go go on and keep oh, wait, doing oh. but at the beginning did he not say um when they when he kicked everybody out well kicked adam and eve out of the garden <laughs> yeah didn't he say go and go and discover the land yeah but you know also in that same passage when the sin happened and the fall of man happened it also spoke about the curses um, and one of the curse was also on the land being the earth. Yeah. It now spoke about the earth now being imperfect. You know, this is, I mean, what we're living right now is not what he envisioned in the first place, right? It, right. it spoke about the woman's um, um, curse was labor, all this stuff. And it spoke about how man will toil to, to reap the fruits, you know? And it specifically, I, I, I remember speaking about the, the land, which I believe to be the earth being cursed, which is why I personally feel like, you know, we have you know, natural disasters and stuff like that. That's not a perfect world that the, that God initially created. Yeah. And I do feel like if we're talking about that, in that case, this is goes back to we take the good with the bad. So, no, you know, but I think I, I, I definitely... think so. I think there is one thing about like, so this is where I'm kind of landing on it. God did mm. give us dominion over the land, the animals, all of that. He didn't give us dominion over humans he actually like of everything that was created the one thing that was only created by god because god gave us the ability to recreate like everything that he had created he gave us he gave it into our kind of hands he'd created the animals he created the land he created all that stuff he gave it into our hands but the one thing that he created that he didn't give into our hands were humans and the thing whatever this thing is that makes us special do you know so 
What about where he says, "Go forth and multiply"? Something yeah, so, somebody can say. So the, but that's, that's you know you can infer. What, but that's cloning. But that's <laughs> that's cloning right there, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's multiplying. It's multiplying. But, but, it doesn't. Inf- he doesn't say you know go forth, have sex, and multiply. He says go forth and multiply. I'm just wow. saying. That's just, I mean, it's true. I'm just that's saying. It's, true. it's an interesting one. It's. it's I think it starts to. But I think <laughs> what, what I would say is what I would say is. A lot of people that are doing the, I think at the end of the day, from, from our perspective, we're here still trying to kind of do God's will and create a better world. And some people are trying, like our desire is still advancement. I think we still need to take our motives into account when you're doing any of these things. If you're doing something like cloning and your motive is, I I need to actually give some people organs or I need to fix something or I think this is going to help or benefit people. I'm down. But when I think a lot of people's, or at least the movies have made it seem like when people go into some of these things, it's kind of like, you know, uh, like a God complex on some level, not, not just bands. I mean, Mm. but like, it's Mm. kind of like, uh, we want to cheat death and things like that. It's almost like a defiance of the natural, the natural, order of things order. i don't know i don't know so it, then i feel I like a lot say, of things in science start like that as in people just want to do things just for the sake of doing it and then mm-hmm. after it's done then we find the applications the useful applications for it for example like stuff like um even nuclear medicine and stuff that's used now for like the good for like helping people initially they were just looking at things just for the fun of it, just because they love looking for nuclear nuclear compounds and like radioactive substances. And now we can be like, oh yeah, we can use that. Thanks. Do you know what? Um, that, that's that's, a, that wasn't the original a, purpose. That's a good point. When when like I see you know like the hadron collider and like you know what's that CERN in in is it Switzerland? And yeah, that complex costs billions of of dollars and all they're doing is just trying to like hit two atoms to two like electrons or whatever together to see what comes out of it yeah and and it's like that's it and i'm like raw we're spending so much money and effort just to do that (laughs) but you're right you know it's when you when you do these things this is what comes out of it i guess you know what like i think what i'm i'm hearing back to myself is what am I scared of? Like, what do I actually think is going to happen? That what, like, man's going to discover something and become God. What yeah. am I actually scared of? Like, I, I, you know, I think I'm turning around on this. Like, hey, have at it, man. Do it. And but also, <laughs> kind of off of what you're saying you? and what Esther's saying, if we're talking about the Eden ideal, we also have to believe that, you know, God is sovereign. Mm. Do you know what I mean? True. And that mm. as much as he gives us free will and whatnot, especially if we're talking about us as Christian, in our Christian lives, like, even when we go down the wrong path, even when we go down the crooked path, he will make it straight for us. Do you, do you know what I mean? So like what man meant for evil, God, you know, will turn it around. So it's exactly what Esther is saying, where, you know, the nuclear stuff came from, I think they were trying to discover nuclear weapons and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, well, they did use it. And we all know how that went out, how that turned out. But there's so much good with nuclear stuff now as well in terms of medicine. So it's probably saved more lives than in the end it has, you know, it initially destroyed. Um, I mean, but yeah, yeah, I guess that's the point, though. Like, I, I think it still comes back to kind of, I think, why Jesus's focus was on 
transforming people's hearts because anything can be used for good or bad. I think Rachel, you mentioned eugenics, you know, like like mm. all of this stuff, all of this cutting edge stuff can give life, but it can also ruin people's lives. And unfortunately, I think yeah. as we talked about in terms of money and power, a lot of humans motivation isn't for good. So I think it's not about whether or not we should be pushing the envelope forward. It's whether it's what your motive is for pushing that mm. envelope forward. Really good conversation, guys. I've I've really just enjoyed this as a chat. Like this is, mm. you know, maybe you guys should come or, come around sometime. Let's just talk. I've I've enjoyed this, Esther and, and Demi. <laughs> um, I I I I I, 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 I think this is a, probably a good place to round up this segment and kind of move into the next segment do people want like a five minute break before we do that sure yeah, sure sure sandwich 